behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann. Lead story, it's a big one. Front page of the Herald today, Wednesday, the 23rd of February, 2022. Metro knew of unsafe Baywater, but kept mum for two weeks. In the past two weeks, Nelson Mandela Bay residents have been drinking municipal water with traces of fecal matter and other bacteria as the municipality kept mum on the alarming results. High levels of E. coli were flagged by the municipality in Colchester and Seaview on February the 7th and later in Johnston Road in Causton and the Zwede Stadium on February 14. For more on this story and others, go to heraldlive.co.za. It's the story that everyone in Nelson Mandela Bay is talking about. Two weeks ago, the municipality announced there were problems with the water supply in the city and people should not drink the water. Then, last week, on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann, spokesperson Mtubanzi Mniki told us, despite its coloration, the water, in fact, was safe to drink. Now, again, this week, the municipality, via the mayor's office, release a statement saying that the water in the city is indeed not safe to drink and high levels of bacteria, including E. coli, were found in water drinking supplies throughout the city. Mayor Eugenie Johnson had agreed to join us on Behind the Herald Headlines this morning, but late last night she cancelled and instead chose to release the following prepared statement. As the Executive Mayor of the Nelson Mandela Bay, I would like to express my serious concerns about the recent reports regarding the poor quality of the city's drinking water. Following the announcement last night, I have engaged the relevant directorates to get to the bottom of the problem and urgently bring about solutions. Today, on Tuesday morning, I convened an urgent joint operations meeting for the immediate implementation of remedial actions. And you may be wondering, what is the problem? The, our dam levels are low, and this results in the te- deterioration of the quality of water. What are we doing about the problem? We have, we have agreed that plant audits will be carried out to all seven water treatment works. To deal with the current crisis, we will increase the dosing rate of chlorine to increase the pH level. In addition of testing our plant levels, we will be monitoring the situation every two hours of the day. Disinfection will also be done within the system closer to the end user. As I already indicated, tests will be conducted every four hours at the plant and samples will also be sourced in all areas of the value chain. Regrettably, I will have to inform you that the water is still a a health risk. Water is not safe. So we are advising communities and our residents to boil the water before they drink it. If you do not have bottled water, you can boil the water, leave it to cool down, drink it. If you don't want to boil water, we advise that you take one teaspoonful of chick, you pour it into a 20 liters of water, and then you will be able to drink it. You would find that when you have poured the jig into the water, the water will still be a bit brown, 
but you will be able to drink it and there's no health risk to that. I have been receiving telephone calls from all corners of the city asking what are the plans for the immediate future. An independent accredited laboratory will be appointed to conduct sampling and full spectrum analysis of water as per the SANS 241 standards requirements. The laboratory will be accredited and will be independent from the municipality. Considering the current drought we are facing, which put pressure on our water distribution and quality assurance measures, we have received a report that indicate measures that need to be taken. Some of these measures require financial resources and an overall of the value system to improve accountability and to limit risk. Political opinion now regarding the waterways being experienced by Nelson Mandela Bay residents over the past few weeks. It's become a very serious issue and involved in the previous administration and in charge of the portfolio under which water fell. We've got Councillor Lance Krutboom from the ACDP joining us on Behind the Herald headlines today. Lance, many thanks. What do you make of the problems? Um, good morning and good morning to your, to your listeners. It's always great to be back. Uh, Yes, the problems we are facing is um, it's 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 big time. Things are really regressing. We're going backwards as a city, and this is happening in a matter of two to three months. The progress that the previous coalition made in the city, we have lost under this new uh, current uh, coalition of the ANC and the Northern Alliance. Lance, if we go back to the mayor's statement that she released, she blames low dam levels as being a contributing factor to the problems we face today. A lot of people are saying we've had the dams at lower levels historically, as recently as June, July last year. I think the dam levels certainly were lower than they are now. And we didn't face those the problems that we are now back then. What do you make of that? Darrell, this is, this is incorrect, the statement from the mayor. Uh, it cannot be because of the dam levels that is low that we have now problems with our water. Because previously, and you were correctly when you were saying that our dam levels were far lower than what it is now. And this happened during our term um, in coalition. We, we never had that problem. Now, this problem is now here. Now they're blaming the, the dam levels. But when you look at the water, if you look at the combined dam levels across the city, you would notice that Koha Dam was our major problem that was running dry, that was the lowest of all the dams. The other dams levels were not that low. I mean, make an example of the Grundal Dam that was sitting at currently at 30, 30%. I mean, how is the Grundal area that supplies the Utenate in those areas with water also have a problem? Why is that water also problematic? And you can go to Colchester, you can go to the Western, you can go to some of the suburbs that is extracting water, maybe directly from the Noitgedag and other areas. But but that's why I'm saying this, this is an escape. Uh, this is the, the, the current coalition is trying to escape, you know, taking responsibility that they are not doing proper oversight in holding the officials accountable within the Directorate of Infrastructure and Engineering. You're still a councillor, Lance, correct? That's correct. Did you know for the last two weeks, did anyone in the municipality, to the best of your knowledge, know that the metro was aware that the bay water was unsafe? As a councillor, we didn't know. But what I can tell you is every Monday, 
in every Wednesday, public health directorate, the environmental health directorate, test water, take samples from various water points in Nelson Mandela Bay every Monday and every Wednesday. And that results is made available either on the Friday or on the following Monday. That results is communicated to the directors. So it's communicated to infrastructure and engineering, which is responsible if there's any problem with the water, infrastructure and engineering have to fix the water. Now that is happening every, every week. So they must have been aware. I believe they've been aware for months now or for the past three weeks that we've experienced this discoloring of water, they were fully aware that there was either problems with our bacterial uh, test or on our chemical side, but they remained silent. They never informed the residents of what was going on. All that they said to us was that we should boil the water, that it's safe, except for uh, uh, two days ago when we were in informed that the water is not safe, but we can boil it, but it's not safe. They were fully aware. Infrastructure engineering was fully aware. Public health, the MMC, supposed to get those reports because those reports we normally table in committee meetings and those commit our committee meetings should have set uh, next week. So he would have received those reports at least two weeks before the agenda has been compiled. So they were fully, fully aware, Darren. A week ago, as recently as a week ago, we spoke to the Metro Municipality spokesperson of Dubanzi Nikki. He assured us a week ago, despite coloration, the water was safe to drink. What do you make of that? That's why I'm saying that was that was totally wrong. Because him as a spokesperson, supposed to be advised by public health, that there were problems with the water. When you look at the test results, and we have seen, I've seen personally the preliminary test results, which was leaked to me through a source of mine inside the municipality. And it was clear out of that, coming even from the 7th of of, of February, and that was the time when Nikki was communicating this information, that we had E. coli in our water, high forms of coliforms was in our water, which was not in line with uh, national or, or SANS standards. That was very clear, but they continued to communicate to residents, informing them the water was safe, when the water was not safe. So this was really nonsense that it, 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 it was really sad to see that this coalition government doesn't care about the residents of Nelson Mandela Bay. They don't think about their health. We already seen a, a child passed away of E. coli uh, infected sickness. And we also saw uh, there's still one in the ICU. And there's a number of daycares now complaining about water that was drank and people becoming sick. Darna spoke this weekend to a doctor in Utenite. And he informed me the number of cases coming now to the hospital, it is ex it is increasing and it's all to do either with, with food poisoning, or if it's not food poisoning, it's to do with water because people have runny tummies, their throats are so, et cetera, et cetera. So this is now a problem. This has been happening now for a few weeks. So the resident, so the coalition has been sitting, this government has been sitting and folding their hands, doing nothing except for encouraging our residents to use JIC which is also a problem and which can also be dangerous and can, and can destroy or infect a people's uh, uh, organs in their bodies. Just to confirm the report, a one-year-old Kariha boy died in hospital last week after suffering complications from an E. coli infection, according to Health MEC. 
and we do have reports of other children in ICU. Lance, just finally, we do have to wrap it up somewhere. Some people are making the argument that this is a human rights violation. Residents are entitled to clean drinking water. What do you make of that argument? A human rights violation. It's more than just a human rights violation. It is criminal. What this government is doing is actually criminal. Various opposition parties, myself, the DA, we have been requesting for them to be transparent, open, revealing the results, even publish it in its, uh, uh, on the social networks so that the people can actually see what's going on in their water. People have the right to access to quality water. Our residents, Darren, is paying for these services. They are now, look what's going to happen now. They're going to pay at the end of the month for the water, which they will have to boil, which costs a lot of money already because the electricity tariffs has increased and is going to put more pressure on the grid by, 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 by boiling the water. And thirdly, they now need to purchase for those who believe that this is the right process to follow, jig in order to drink the water. I mean, all this is happening during this time when this government is now here in power. This is totally unacceptable. It's clearly a violation of human rights. I think we should write to the Human Rights Commission informing them of what's going on. The public protector should investigate what's going on here because nothing has been done. No no response has been given to the public except for the response of yesterday, which was totally pathetic. Lance, we're going to leave it there. I do find myself, just in closing, wondering about what residents who want to boil the water are supposed to do when there's load shedding or maintenance being done on the electricity grid. Thank you very much, Councillor Lance Krutboom, joining us this morning on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. The waterways in Nelson Mandela Bay, very much under the spotlight this morning. Behind the Herald Headlines thought we'd catch up with an expert on the subject, and that is Johan Barnard. Johan is a former lecturer at Nelson Mandela Bay University, He's a biochemist with experience in running municipal water systems. Johan, thanks for joining us. A little bit about your background, please. And then we're going to ask you what you make of the current water woes, and in particular, the mayor's statement last night blaming low dam levels for the problem and also suggesting that residents should personally add jick to make the drinking water safe. Your thoughts, please. Hi, good morning, Darren. Yeah, uh, I listened to the speech and uh, there's a few technical issues which I have a problem with, but... What I'm going to discuss with you is in general. So I don't know the municipality systems, the latest systems and the staffing. So I can't really comment on what's happening, but I'm going to be general in terms of what wastewater should be, you know, how sure. or rather how water should be treated. I understand. Um, first, uh, we have uh, our catchment areas, which are supposed to be pristine, and uh, we collect our water there, the raw water. When it arrives at the treatment plant, uh, we add lime to correct the pH, uh, which is very important in the in the flocculation process. We add a flocculant to the water, which would then precipitate the mud from the water. After that, we uh, send the water through a sand filtration, which uh, removes the last uh, little bit of dirt. And then the clear water is then finally chlorinated with uh, chlorine, uh, which will then disinfect the water, making it safe to drink. Um, now, in the process, we have to optimize the dosing rates um, because the, the raw water quality changes every day. So we need to do regular, what we call JASTER tests to determine the optimum dosing of these chemicals. Um, that, that If that is not done, then uh, this, sooner or later, the plant will malfunction 
and the dirt will get through and it will end up inside the reservoirs. Um, once it's inside the reservoirs, the mud will settle to the bottom and uh, you could have quite a thick layer of mud at the bottom. And uh, once the reservoir runs empty, then we have dirt coming through into the taps, uh, like we've seen recently. This has been happening for many, many years, and one occasionally see, you know, dirt in the tap water. Um, now, how do we prevent that? We obviously optimize the process, and then we maintain the system. Now, that is something also that needs attention. Uh, we need to clean our reservoirs from time to time. They, 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 there is a natural buildup of dirt at the bottom, and that needs to be removed. So we need to scour those reservoirs uh, at least once a year or so. And then also our pipelines, the large pipelines needs to be scoured as well. Now, you would put a rubber ball inside the pipe and then just scour it down. Now, in, in, when water is scarce, those, those things tend to be skipped because we don't want to waste water in cleaning. But uh, it must be done because otherwise we have poor water quality. Um, perhaps I can also add that uh, we need you know, qualified staff to run these systems. We need at least one biochemist at the municipality and we need some civil engineers that can maintain these systems properly. Johan, do you have any concerns about the qualifications of people overseeing these issues? Do you have concerns that maintenance work probably isn't being carried out as it's supposed to? Well, Darren, I, I don't know the people involved at the moment. I used to know the people in the old days and, and Port, Lisbeth, Port Lisbeth had very well-qualified people and uh, for many years, the systems run very well. Uh, I can't comment on the present uh, qualifications or, you know, experience of the staff. But what I can see is the water being quite poor. So that would indicate that there is a problem. Um, that uh, she mentioned uh, that she's getting services from outside um, the mayor last night. And, and those, you know, there should be enough expertise within the municipality to solve all of these problems. What about the mayor's suggestion that consumers or residents should be adding a teaspoon of jick to 20 litres of water. You could be creating problems there. Yeah, now this is, uh, there is a recipe for doing home treatment, but it's not only adding jick, as you first got to precipitate the mud uh, with some flocculant, you first got to correct the pH with some lime, and then you can put some jick in. Uh, but that is a, it's a full recipe. It's, she mentioned was just, uh, you know, it's not just, it's not good enough. You you won't solve the problem. If you try and chlorinate dirty water, you know, the, the chlorine will react with the dirt instead of with the bacteria, and then you still have, you know, a problem with the quality. The mayor has said that every four hours water quality would be checked. Do you think that's often enough? And how long do you anticipate a problem like this would take to resolve? Now, there's a whole variety of tests that can be done. Perhaps some are done every hour and some are done every month. Uh, depends on what it is. But the bacteriological test should be conducted at least once a week. And if you run into problems, then that must be done every day until the problem is solved. Now, this, the present, you know, the, the high uh, coliform levels in the water can be solved by doing post-chlorination in a reservoir, for instance, as a last resort. That could be done. So uh, that is normally how you would manage if you have a breakthrough of, of coliform bacteria. We had agreed to an interview this morning with the Acting Executive Director for Infrastructure and Engineering in Nelson Mandela Bay, Mr. Joseph Tsatsiri. But despite agreeing to join us this morning, he was unfortunately unavailable at the time that we did the recording. 
That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.